appreciate all, all that you do to um, get ready to lead us into the presence of God. It's just a tree doesn't bear fruit. You've got to get matured. Amen? And you can mature through the Word of God as quick as you want to. It's up to you. Amen? Y'all ready for the Word this morning? Come on, take out your note sheets and hold them out. We're going to honor the written Word right now. You know that's the number one way God talks to you. It's through the Bible, through the Word. He's going to speak to you this morning. When we pray, we pray that as you come into Acceleration Church, that your ears are perked up and you can hear the Word of God in here. You can hear Him talk to you. So you're about to enter into a time right now, a moment. This is a moment. This is an opportunity. Don't miss your moment. Amen? Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment of hearing from God this morning. So just declare that your heart is open. Just shift yourself out of any frustration or fear, anything that, that's had you gripped or in, in you. Just, just sort of shift yourself out of it. Say, I'm, you know, kind of get yourself ready like a boxer. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Amen? I'm loosened up and I'm ready to receive, ready to fight, ready to go. Amen? All right. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to hear and apply his word. I'm about to know better so that I may do better, have better, and be better. I am becoming everything God has destined me to be. I am becoming everything the devil fears I'll be. I'm becoming everything the haters say I can never be. So after today, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, slap three people high five and say, you've got to get the first things first. All right. Well, in your seat, there should have been a clipboard. And you're going to use the clipboard. It'll help you to be able to write and keep up. You want to fill in the blanks. If you've never been here before, this is a teaching church. We, you have the right to think. Amen. We, we don't want you to receive in your emotions because when you receive in your emotions, it can only live for a little while. When, when persecution comes, you're like, oh, what did that pastor say? I don't remember. What was it? See, we send it at home with you. Amen. So if you need to refer back to it, you got it. Amen? This is a teaching church. We want you to learn God's word so you can apply it to your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So we're looking at this year. We're, we've just, we, we heard from God at the beginning of the year. This would be a year of tremendous fruitfulness. That we, would, that we would begin to bear fruit in areas that have been barren before. We're digging around ourselves like the scripture says. And we're fertilizing and watering. And we're looking at those areas of our life that have been barren. And we're determined to bear fruit this year. Amen? Amen. With the help of the Holy Spirit. With the help of our Father, the vine dresser. He is helping us to grow and to go from glory to glory as we uh, begin to bear more fruit. This will be a year that by the end of this year... You will hardly be able to recognize yourself. Amen. You know, the Bible says that we should lay aside every weight. Come on, Pastor. Lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Those things that have kept us. If this is a year of breaking loose from the yokes. The things that have held us back. Lay stuff aside. We have to make a decision. It is not worth Come on now. Whatever it is that's been holding me back, it's not worth to lose the fruitfulness and the maturity that God wants me to get to. Amen. Amen. So we lay aside every weight so that we can bear fruit. So we're ready for fruitfulness. Amen. We're, we're pressing into fruitfulness. And uh, so let's look at this. Number one, I am planted in the kingdom of God to be fruitful and prosper. 
It's one of the reasons God put you here. He put gifts in you. He put talents in you. He put ministry in you. Every member is a minister at Acceleration. In the church of Jesus Christ, every member is a minister. So you have a ministry in you. We're raising you up in that. But you know what? God has also destined you to prosper. It's in your DNA. It's how he created you. You are, you are created in the image and the likeness of God. Do you think God is lacking in anything? Come on. If you're made in his image and in his likeness, then lack is not a part of your DNA. It is not part of who you are. That's why lack feels so uncomfortable. Because you were, we were created to live that way. Amen. So you're created. Can you just say that? Say, I, I am created and destined to prosper. That's who we are. And look at our look at our scripture. One of our foundation scriptures for this year is Psalm 1, 1 through 3. It says, blessed. When you read that in the Amplified, it says, fortunate, favored, to be envied, is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Come on, we've come out of all that. We've come out of the world. We've come out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So we shake all that off. I'm not hanging out with folks that are not going the direction that I'm going. Come on now. Amen. Amen. You have the right to purge your life. You have the right to cut people off who are time wasters and focus breakers. Those that are just there to just suck the life out of you. You have the right to cut them off of your life so you can move forward. Amen? Amen. All right. That's why we have a delete button. That's why we have an unfriend button. Amen? Praise God for an unfriend. Praise God for the block button. Glory to God. I I can just purge somebody right out of my life that, that, is, that doesn't mean any good for me. Should I have unforgiveness for him? Absolutely not. I can forgive you and still block you. All right. All right. I forgive you. I love you. I just don't want that foolishness popping up on my page. Come on now. I don't want to be reading that. I don't want to be seeing that. I don't want to be seeing that. I just, you know, do you get it together? When I see you get it together, maybe I'll, I'll friend you again. Amen. So we've left all that behind. And look what it says here. Here's the victory right here. Verse 2 says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. I'm falling so in love with the word of God. I'm so in love with his word. It says, in his law or in his word, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. We're learning how to be fruitful. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. There's never any lack. Never any lack. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. I will not have a dry season. Come on. And whatever he does shall what? Put a big old circle around the word prosper right there. Big old word. Because God wants us to prosper. It's one of the reasons he set us here. He put us here so that we could prosper. What does prosper mean? Whatever he does shall prosper. Prosper means to succeed in material terms. Be financially successful. To flourish. To do well. And to make successful. Whatever he does will be successful. Whatever he does will be financially successful. We'll flourish. We'll do well. Now, there's some wisdom that we have to get. Amen? Amen. Where we may have grown up where we didn't learn how to handle finances correctly. We, that, we cannot prosper until we get that down. Amen. So we're, we're going we're gonna to learn about that. But John 15, 16, Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed and scheduled you. I put you in the world that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. And part of that fruit is to prosper. Part of the reason that he put you, put you here and gave you gifts, not
not just gifts for the kingdom of God to be used in ministry, but gifts so you can go make some M-O-N-E-Y. So you can have a J-O-B. Amen. So that you can bring in this, it's called a, being a fruitful vine. God causes you to have a, 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 a vine of fruitfulness. To, for There's a vine for you to be blessed on. Yes, There's a yes. gift that he put in you. There's some problem that you solve that nobody else can solve. There's something that you do that causes you to be able to be blessed financially. Yes. We all go to job, go to a job every day, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. You got a job. Yes. Something that you're doing every day, working, amen, to bring in finances so that you, well, God uh, wants us to process in all that we do so that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That's one of the reasons he put us here is to be fruitful and to be prosperous. Genesis 1.28, then God blessed them and God said to them, what? Be what? Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Glory to God. So we're problem solvers. We go on our jobs and we solve problems. That's what our job is, right? We solve problems. And he who solves problems gets paid. Got one person who knows what I'm talking about. He who solves problems gets gets paid. Can we all say that? He who solves problems gets paid. Right. And we're believers, right? Right. When we do things as as unto the Lord. So when we go on our job, we don't get there. You know, they tell us to be there at 9. I don't get there at 9.03. Amen. Amen. I get there at 8.50. Amen. 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 But we're on time or we're early. Because we're, we're Christians. My first pastor just say, if you're late, you're useless. Then he say, if you're, if you're late, you're useless. <laughs> Come on now. He tried to nice it up a little bit. That was a little harsh. <laughs> but I'm glad I started out with a tough pastor. Because then I was ready to handle anything after that. Amen. All right. Praise God. And so we solve problems and we get paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so we... That's what our job is all about, solving a problem. And, and it doesn't matter what your job is, it's solving a problem. It may not seem like an important job, like like the guys who pick up the trash. We think, oh, man, I would never be a trash collector. I wouldn't want to do that. But let the trash collectors not show up. And you see how important they are. That's an important job. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So there's, there, we, we get paid according to the problems that we solve. So, you know, that's why it's important that we go to school. It's important that we continue education, that we know how to have a good resume. We know how to have a good interview. We know how to dress. We know etiquette. You know, it's important that we learn those things. That's why we're going to be doing that on Wednesday nights. Pastor Carolyn's going to help us with that. She worked with the federal government for 30 years in human resources. She knows. How I many of you know she knows some stuff? Amen. So it's important that this year we begin to be fruitful and prosper in every area of our lives. Amen? Why? Because God has set you here to prosper in the earth so you can fund the kingdom of God. Amen. Y'all quiet, but I know I'm pretty good. Come on. Amen. That's one of the reasons that he put us here. So that we could have dominion in the earth. And that we could keep his kingdom agenda going forward. All right, number two. God wants us to live an exceptional life experiencing his promises. An exceptional life. He doesn't want you to have an ordinary life. You ought to to just get up and throw ordinary out of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to have an ordinary life. He wants us to have an exceptional life, experiencing his promises. What is exceptional? It's unusually good, outstanding, uncommon, extraordinary, phenomenal. That's the life that that he saved us to have. 3 John 2, beloved, I pray that you may what? There's that word again. Prosper. 
prosper, succeed in material terms, be financially successful, flourish, to do well, make successful. I pray that you may prosper in how many things? Oh. Everything he does shall prosper. Prosper. So he said, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Amen. So to the degree that we hear that and we know that, even though we know it, I'm faithful to remind you. I'll never go like more than like three or four weeks without reminding you. You're supposed to prosper in life. Yes. You're supposed to live an exceptional life. That's what he came for. And we have to keep that stirred up. We have to re remind ourselves that that's the kind of life we're supposed to live because we'll just slip into whatever if we don't stay on top of it. John 10.10, 10, it says, A thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. But this is why he came. I came that they may have and enjoy life, an exceptional life, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. And then, look, we got another number two. Is that another number two? Yes, ma'am. Praise God. Two number two. Huh? Yeah. So the portion again this week, praise the Lord. <laughs> All right, another number two. God will not give us a promise that he does not clearly show us the pathway to it. So if I told you I bought you a car, but I didn't tell you where it was or give you the keys, that would be kind of wrong of me, wouldn't it? Yeah, your first question would be, where's it at? How do I get to it? Where do I get the keys, right? Praise the Lord. So God... It's gonna, he, he made sure that he showed us the pathway to this exceptional life, to these promises that he's given us. 2 Corinthians 1, 20 through 21 says, Whatever God has promised, get stamped with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray, the great amen, God's yes and our yes together, gloriously evident. See, God's yes and our yes. God has already said yes. Like this morning, Kevin quoted it. By his stripes, we were healed. It's already a done deal. We already got a yes in heaven about healing, Kenneth. We already got a yes in heaven, Tracy. We already got a yes in heaven, uh, <coughs> Rosemary. We already got a yes. We already got a yes from God, right? So we, we just put our yes with his yes and use our faith, and that's the pathway to bring it to pass. Amen? But if God's given his yes, and we're just like, well, you got to die something. <laughs> That's not possessing the promise. The pathway is I get in agreement with the promise and I speak it, I declare it, I believe it, I act on it until it comes to pass. Amen. Yes, amen. So that's the pathway. You gotta make sure that you remind yourself of what the pathway is to the promise. Because you already got a yes. You just give him your yes. Yes, God, I get in agreement with that. I receive it. But you gotta really get to the point. I receive that thing. It belongs to me. And you gotta saturate yourself in the word of God concerning it. If it's healing, if it's prosperity, if you're believing God for a for a promotion, whatever it is that you're believing for, you gotta saturate yourself in the promises, saturate yourself in the word. I'm a tree planted by that river of water. I'm keeping myself saturated in it so that I can bring forth that kind of fruit. Ooh, I'm preaching We're partners of faith with God. That's who we are. We're his partners in faith. What God and a man can do. Yes. Ooh, that's what our acceleration logo is all about. We got the, the God V pointing down and the man V pointing up. So together, you know, that's where acceleration takes place. Where we come together in agreement with God in faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Amen. we're partners in faith with God. Look at this, first John 5, 4. Whatever is born of God, does what? Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that's overcome the world. What's overcome the world? Come on, y'all say it like you just understood that. The victory that's overcome the world.
world is what? Our faith. It's our faith. So we've got to make sure that our faith is stirred up to receive the promises of God. Hebrews 11, 6. But without what? Faith. It is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is. And that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So God's yes, my yes together. I'm going to diligently seek Him on what He said. God, you the one. You got to say, God, you said yeah. You gotta be spoken because you say, God, you said. Yeah. So I'm not looking at my circumstances, but I'm saying, God, you said. Yeah. You talk to your circumstances and say, you know what? God said. Yeah. You got to change. Yeah. This, this situation that I'm in, you got to change yeah. because God said. You gotta talk to that mountain. You gotta talk to that situation and declare, but God has said. Come on, everybody say, but God this morning. But God. Hallelujah. Amen. So he's a rewarder if you diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Matthew 9, 29 through 30. It says, according to your faith. According to your faith. Let it be done to you. Yes. Not according to how pitiful your situation is. Come on, Pastor. Come on now. God is not moved by how pitiful your situation is. He will not be moved. You're living paycheck to paycheck and you, you know, you're stressing and worried about. God will never be moved because your situation is pitiful. I've been there. Done that. Got the t-shirt, the video, and the website. Come on now. And a Facebook page. Come on. Been there. Done that. I know what it is to be pitiful. I know what it is to be a situation that suck. All right. I said that in church, didn't I? Yeah. 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 Just lay hands on this stuff. I'm going to be all right. Because Pastor Ellie said it sucks. It does. Lack sucks. It really does. Say it with me. Say lack sucks. See, that's not, it's not bad. It's just my, my you know, today word, way of saying it's not the way God intended for us to live. Amen. So I've been there. I've done that. I know how it feels for your situation financially to be all messed up. What is it? Your, your change is looking strange. Your money's looking funny or whatever. Yeah, it's, you know, I know what it's like to be like that. I know what it is to believe my way out of it. Amen. Amen. It was like, I think a month before I met Murray, I was in my apartment, on my knees going, God. Yes. God, I've been so faithful. <laughs> I've given up everything to follow you. I sounded just like Peter. We've given up everything, Lord. What you going to do for us? <laughs> See, and Jesus said, look, anybody who's given up anything in this life, on, brothers, man. sisters, wives, homes, whatever you've given up, he said, you'll get a hundredfold in this life and the next. Yes. Hundredfold. Hundredfold. You can now give God. All right. So I determined before I got off my knees, God, I know you're going to bless me. Yes. I know you're going to bless me. Thank you, Father. I get up in faith. I know I got on my knees crying, being pitiful. But you know what? Before you get up, get yourself turned around. Yeah. And right. get up back in faith. And I wipe off my driveway's board and I wrote every scripture I could about being, God, you see my situation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If God be for me, who can be against me? Yeah. I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of yeah. water. My leaf shall not fade. And everything I do is going to, everything I touch prospers. Acceleration Church prospers. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Do you really believe I can do this? 
They said, why, yes, Master. He touched their eyes and said, become what you believe. Drop the mic. Right. Yeah. Right. Drop the mic. Become what you believe. What you believe. Yes. See, that's why it's so important that you meditate. Yes. How do you see yourself prospering? Wow. Yes. What is your vision? Are you seeing yourself still just getting by? How do you see yourself? How do you see it? You have to get it in, uh, in your mind, in your imagination, on the canvas of your imagination. You've got to see yourself at that next level. See yourself walking into that new corner office. See yourself dressing at that level. See yourself on, on that level that, you, that you, you've only dreamed of. That if God don't do it, it's not going to happen. Anybody with me right there? Yeah. If God, God if my education can't get me there. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Only God. Only God can open a door of favor and get me to that place that I want to be. Yeah. But you've got to have a vision of it in your mind. That's why vision board is so important. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That's why I need y'all to come out. Come out on March the 6th. March the 6th. And bring your vision board. Bring a trifold vision board. Bring some magazine. Print out some pictures from your computer at home and, and, and put your put your cute self right on the picture with, the, with that new car. Whatever it is that you believe in God for. God wants you to prosper. Yes. But you've got to get a picture of it in your mind. Yes. You've got to be able to look at it and see it so you can run. Otherwise, you next year you'll be in the same spot you are right now. I'm trying to take us somewhere, church. Yes. Come on. You understand that God wants us to get somewhere. Right. So you got to break out of this just going along. Come on, just float along. Break out. No, 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 no. I'm setting a course. Amen. I'm charting a course towards what it is that I want God to do. Praise God. So become what you believe. Would y'all underline that? Become what you believe. Mark 9.23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All right, number three, for every promise, prophecy, or principle, there's a faith process to bring it to pass. So any prophecy that's been spoken over you, any promise you find in the Word of God, any principle you find in God's Word that you want to act on, it all comes to pass through the faith process. See, too many of us, because we live in a day and age of there's an app for this, there's an app for that, everything is right on our cell phones. Murray and I just got a new truck yesterday. I can start my car from my app on my phone. Oh, wow. Don't hate it. I felt somebody hate it. Let it go. Don't hate it. Don't hate Y'all celebrate. Celebrate. Amen. Don't hate But I can start my car from my phone. And see, we live in an age where everything is instant. But you know what? Walking by faith is a process. It is a process. And we got to make sure we get in the process and stay in the process until we bring those things to pass in our, in our life. See, look right here. Prospering in life is a process from God. It is, it's a promise from God, but it's a, but it's a process. Prospering in life is a promise from God, but it is a process. Let me say that again. Prospering in life is a promise from God, but it is a process. Prospering in life is a promise from God, but it is a process. Genesis 26, 12 through 13. Then Isaac did what? He sowed in that land. He planted seed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper. 
and continued prospering until he became very, very prosperous. So do you see, it was a process. He sowed in that land. He started to prosper. See, we want to go from here to there like that, like it's lotto mentality. Like I'm just going to pull that slot. Woo! Got it. No, see, it's a process with God. God walks you through it. Amen? It starts with you being faithful over another man's. He'll make you ruler over your own or ruler over much. If you can be faithful over very little, he'll make you ruler. What kind of steward are you with the finances that you have right now? All right. We have to learn to be good stewards over our finances. We need to get an education on that. We need wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. Wisdom. All right. So um, he sowed in that year until he became very prosperous, but he began to prosper, continued prospering, and became. So would y'all underline began, continued, and became? Began, continued, and became. So it's a process to prosper. Amen. All right. Now let's look at first things first. Matthew 6, 33 in the Amplified. We've been looking at this through, throughout February. Then we get the first things first. And last week was just so powerful, talking about loving God and, and, and putting the love of God first in our lives. Is that, you know, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others as you love yourself. Love is a more excellent way. Love is so important. How I many of you know faith works by love? Yes, it does. Amen. So Matthew 6, 33 in the Amplified says, But seek, aim at, and strive after. First of all, put a circle around that. First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right. Underline that. His way of doing and being right. Then all these things taken together will be given you besides. So we we seek God's way of doing things. And then we tap into that all-sufficiency grace. There's a grace that comes on our lives. He said, so don't be seeking things. That's what what the Gentiles do. They're out seeking things. You seek me and things will seek you. Amen. There's a grace that comes on your life for that. So number one, honoring God first is the key to producing the fruit of kingdom prosperity. So honoring God first is a key. Amen. If I gave you... A, a, a new house. It would do no good unless I gave you a key. Right? So God has given you this, but you've got to have the key. And here's the key. And don't say, I'd break a window. Which your trifling self. <laughs> Brittany said, I would. I was thinking about how I'd break that. Just throw a brick right through it. Uh, we need a window replaced. <laughs> but see, we want to go in God's way. Right? We, want to, we, don't want to, we don't want a false prosperity. We want a, a prosperity that is God's way. That's the right way. Amen? I was thinking about that too when I said it. I said, well, let's break a window. We get a new door. Praise God. It's my house. Ain't I break a window. I want to know. I want the key. Amen. We want the keys. And so this is honoring God. It's the key to, to going into this kingdom prosperity that he's promised us. So what is first? We honor God first. Coming before all others in time or order. That's real good right there. God, you come before all others in time, in order, in my money, in my time, in whatever I, you know, I spend my time on God, you're first. I want that prayer call in the morning. Why? Because God, you're first. You're first. I want you to have the first part of my day. I want to start the first of my day with God in it. All right? Foremost in position, rank, or importance, the highest priority, the main focus, the overriding. So putting God first in my finances, that's the that's first of the list. Amen? When it comes to my finances, tithing, giving to God, it's first. Amen. I don't have him somewhere at the bottom of my bill stack. 
He's first. He's first. And he, he requires that of us. Say, say requires. He requires it. I did not write the Bible. It's just my job to teach it. Amen. And to teach you the fullness of his words so you can get on the fullness of his promise. And so he wrote the Bible. He's the one who said, honor him first. If you'll honor him first. If you'll honor him first with your finances. He puts a blessing over the rest of it. Yes. Would you have blessed? If you take, say here, let's just say this is all that you have right here. Would you take that portion out and you truly honor God from your heart with it? It becomes holy. It comes to the house of God is holy. It's holy. Everything in the house of God is the, 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 the kingdom. It's holy. It's his, right? Amen. Then what happens is because that's holy, he causes a blessing to come on what you have left. Yes. And the rest becomes consecrated and holy unto him. Amen? So that's why it stretches further. That's why it goes, but it, a protection comes upon it. We'll get there. Amen? I see y'all looking at me crazy. But let's just look. Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. It says, honor the Lord with your possessions. And with the what? Circle this word. The first fruits. And with the first fruits of all your increase. So... Your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will overflow with new wine. So it, do you see how it rebounds? When I honor God with my possessions, when I honor Him with the first, come on, with the first fruit of all my increase, He says then, look what happens on my life. It says your barns will be filled with plenty, your vats will overflow with new wine. How many of you would like to have a bank account that's filled with plenty, and you're living in the overflow and not paycheck to paycheck? Now, we've got to get wisdom, but I'm telling you, the way to tap into this supernaturally, I'm not talking about just what you can do in the natural with your awesome self. Come on. But I'm talking about what you and God can do together because you're in covenant with Him with your finances. Amen? In every area of your life. So, first fruit giving is where we're going to take a sacrificial part of our increase and offer it to God in worship, and we're going to claim the first fruit blessing. So, so the first group giving is what we're going to do on March, I'm sorry, April the 7th. That's when we're going to have a day of supernatural giving where we're going to give towards the, the building out of the new sanctuary. But it's about more than that. It's about a grace that's going to come on your life when you, when you give your first group offering. And we'll talk about that as we go along. But I've just been sort of introducing it now. All right, num number two. Is this number one, number two, or number two, number two? Number two, yes. number two. I know, number two. two God leaves honor, worship, and offerings together. God leaves honor, worship, and offerings together. First Chronicles 16, 28 through 30. It says, O nations of the world, recognize or honor the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come into His presence. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Wow. Look how He puts offering and worship and Him getting glory together. Wow. So that we can honor Him with an offering. Honor Him with giving. And you know, if we're not care careful, we won't keep ourselves stirred up. And we'll separate our worship and our honor from our giving. So it can become stale and routine.
We'll take the honoring out of, of, of our giving. Amen. Everybody stand up and stretch right quick. There's like a spirit of distraction in here this morning. I bind it down in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'd like everybody who can to hold it if you need to use the restroom until I finish this sermon. Amen. Amen. And, and let me just say, it, it's important that we make sure that we that we do that, that we hold, that we wait. We go to the restroom before service. Amen. I Amen. Do, I don't say, excuse me, y'all got to go to the restroom. Yeah, now understand, we're human and we have to use the restroom, yes. right? But if I could just ask you to please try to go before we come in here so that whenever we're... Um, in the word, it's a, it's a distraction to me. It's a distraction to the person next to you who might need that one key. Amen? And then miss it because we got up. Amen? All right. So can y'all do that for me? Yeah. Can y'all just say amen, Pastor Sally? Amen. All right. All right. Everybody good? Shake it off and stretch real quick so we can sit down with a fresh mind and fresh body. Hallelujah. Be seated. Amen. No, no, no shame on anybody. I'm just saying. This morning there's just been a spirit of distraction. And uh, we, you know, this is devil likes to do that kind of stuff. So we just make sure that we honor the word as it's going forth. Amen? Amen. All right. So where was I? Okay. We have to keep ourselves stirred up when it comes to worship and our giving. Because God links them together. When we honor the Lord, amen, with our, with our finances, it's just as important as when we stand and worship and, and sing unto Him. Amen? Maybe more so because it's a covenant that we have with Him with our money. Amen. It's God's way to increase. Alright, so number three. God wants our hearts involved in our giving. He wants our hearts involved. And see, it can become routine when we give in church. It can be, well, it's just what we do at the end of service. And, you know, let me just go on and get that done. It's kind of like, okay, it's that afterthought. I didn't really think about it before. But you know what? I'm so proud of y'all Acceleration Church because I see that y'all give all, all throughout the week. That you give your tithes and offerings on your on the uh, the app all throughout the week, Amen. and I tell you that just blesses me as a pastor because I think that's wonderful and I think that's just so great that we can give at any time through our app. Yes. That we don't have to wait until we get here to honor God. We can honor Him, you know, from home or right wherever we are. But it's the moment that we stop and we honor Him yeah. by putting Him first. You don't have to wait till the end of the week. I can do it now. Yeah. And it blesses me to see that as your pastor. So, but see, even when we do it then, we can't let it be just, you know, take a moment and worship God as you're giving. As you're returning that tithe, take a moment and just say, God, I just honor you with this. I am honoring you. This is between you and me, and I am honoring you with my giving right now. Amen? Matthew 6.21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So we have to focus on it. Because tithing is one of the, is one of the things that is a, it's a very spiritual thing. It's a very spiritual thing. It's not just a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing. Colossians 3, 2 of the Antiphon says, And set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. And then verse 23 and 24 says, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you receive the reward of the heritage of inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So whatever we do, we're doing it heartily. Amen. We're, whenever we're giving, whenever we're giving our tithes and our offerings, we're doing it from the heart. He wants your heart involved. Tithing is not about your money. It's about your heart. Yes. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So remember, we can get um, 
distracted and we can even work as we looked at the word last week and we saw that we can get so distracted even serving and working for God that we don't have time for God. And, and Jesus said, you've left your first love. you got to make sure you come back and do the things that you did at first. And, you know, the same thing can happen with our tithes and our offerings when we get away from it. And um, we stop honoring in that way. But Revelation 2, 4 says, however, I have this against you. You've left your first love. The love that you had at first is gone. Remember how far you've fallen. Return to me and change the way you think and act and do what you did at first. But we said last week, aren't you glad God allows you turns? Mm -hmm. We get off and we go the wrong way. He allows us to turn back around. See, he says the same thing in Malachi about our giving, that the people of God got away from his statutes, got away from it. And if we're not careful, we'll do the same thing. Malachi 3.7 says, Yet from the days of your fathers, you've gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. He says, Return to me and I'll return to you, says the Lord of hosts. I like the way he says it in the message. Return to me so I can return to you. See, there's a blessing that comes on your finances when you give. That you tap into the supernatural power of God concerning your finances. See, that's why the devil fights so hard against this. It, it gets in our minds. It gets, it gets us all turned the wrong way. It's because this is God's way for you to prosper supernaturally. Yes. Not in the natural, but supernaturally. Yes. God wants you to tap into the supernatural. And this is how you do it. He said, return to me so I can return to you. See, we tie God's hands when we get away from his ordinances. And when we're not doing it according to our hearts, we're just going through the motions. He wants our hearts involved. Yes. Amen. So number four, tithing honors him as first. And tithing is different from an offering. So we have to make sure we understand. We have some knowledge about what it means. What does a tithe mean? And what is an offering? What's the difference? Because the tithe is what he requires. He requires the tithe. Say that. He requires the tithe. Why? Because it's his. The tenth part is his. Just like in the Old Testament, the firstborn, everything that was firstborn, belongs to God. The first. The first belongs to God. The first tip belongs to God. Everything that's first is His. Amen. So tithing honors Him as first. Leviticus 27.30, a tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, does what? Belongs to the Lord. Is holy to the Lord. So the tithe already belongs to Him. So when you return the tithe... You, you've just given God what's already His. Yes. Do y'all get that? Yes. When you return the tithe, if it's His, I'm just giving it back. I'm just giving Him what's His, right? I haven't really gone above and beyond to, to really worship Him with an offering. I'm just returning the tithe and I'm grateful to do it. But tithing is separate from offerings. Deuteronomy 14, 24 says, Make an offering... Of 10%, a tithe of all the produce which grows in your fields year after year. Bring this into the presence of God, your God, at the place he designates for worship. And in this particular feast, he says, And there eat the tithe from your grain, wine, and oil, um, and the firstborn from your herds and flocks. In this way, you will learn to live in deep reverence before God, your God, as long you, as long as you live. Do y'all see that there? Do you see that bringing the tithe into the presence of God, the place he designates for worship? Look what it says. And I did not write the Bible. God wrote this, right? In this way, you will learn to live in deep reverence before God, your God, as long as you live. Amen. 
<coughs> wow. I'll say it backwards. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So tithing helps me to learn to live in deep reverence before God as long as I live. Malachi 3, 10 through 12, it says, bring all the tithes. Circle that. That tithes. Tithes means 10%. Just right above it. 10%. 10% of my increase goes to God. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land. Wow. What I really love about God here is that God is a big bad dad. And when I come into covenant with him through my tithes and offerings, he says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. He says, return to me with the tithe and the offering. Because he says, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. Yes. I've got your back. Yes. And I will make sure that that job of yours, he will not, says he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. In other words, your job that you see back then, it was, an, it was a, you know, a farming society where they brought in. That was what they had to see. You go out farming every day. Amen. You go out farming every day when you go out and do that job of yours. And see, God calls that a vine where he blesses you through. He says, it will, he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Sounds like, sounds like being uh, 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 everything you do prospering, right? Yeah. But what I really love about God is that he's got my back. He said he'll rebuke the devourer for my sake. When, when, when the enemy wants to come and devour my finances, he only comes to steal kill and destroy. But he says my tithe and my offering was set a hedge of protection around my stuff. Was set a hedge of protection around my finances. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Murray's so awesome. Last Sunday we were, we were having lunch after church and uh, there, was a, uh, there was a lot of people there. And uh, this guy was sitting just maybe three feet away from our booth. And so Murray was right here and I was right here. So I couldn't really hear. I could hear that they were talking pretty loud. But I wasn't paying attention to what they were saying. And uh, evidently, this man had a real trashy mouth. And he was, he was you know, talking, really saying some really bad stuff. Some really bad words. Some words that you don't want to hear. They did. And, and Murray heard him. And Murray looked at me and I just looked at him because I'm playing on Facebook, eating my food. I mean, I was all in that salad. It was good. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm just happy, been in church. I'm just, I'm good to go. And he's hearing this guy. And he looks at me, and I just looked at him. And he thought I looked at him like, yeah, I hear it too. And I've had it with this. And he took that to, to um, rebuke the devourer. <laughs> so he, he turned and told the guy, he said, hey, do you mind? The, these words that you keep saying, is, it's offensive. You've said that word like ten times in the last five seconds. Could you, could you watch your mouth, please? And the guy said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, apologize, 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 okay, okay, okay. But evidently, the guy gave Murray a look. And before I could get a hold of his arm and try to hold him back, he came out of that booth. And uh, I'm trying to pull him and try to pull him back, and it's like he didn't even feel me. But he was like, he was letting this guy know, you're not going to give me a look and you're not going to disrespect my wife. He had my back. He was not going to allow me to de be 
disrespected. And I thought, you know, how many times has God come off the throne? Come on now. To stare your enemy down and say, you're not going to disrespect my child. You're not going to mess with me. You're not going to make a fire of their finances. Amen. And when you mix wisdom 
with your zeal, wisdom with the word of God. Amen. I'm tapping into the supernatural, supernatural, but I'm also applying wisdom. Yes. Wisdom is the principal thing, and all you're getting gets you some understanding. Amen. Amen. Look what it says. Um, in Proverbs 8, 17, did y'all get number five? We should seek wisdom. We should seek the wisdom of God for financial prosperity. Y'all got that? All right. Proverbs 8, 17 through 19. I, wisdom, love those who love me. And those who seek me, find me. Yes. With me are riches. What? With wisdom are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice Silver. That's why you need to be here when Murray teaches his class. The week after March the sixth is uh, Murray's the thirteenth. Yes. Yes. That that's 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 the Sunday. I mean the Wednesday night that Murray's going to start teaching on financial prosperity. Amen. On on, uh, really some some uh, keys and some wisdom nuggets that you need to get out of this cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. Getting your credit straight. Getting getting your finances in order. Amen. All right, number six. The power to have it all is locked up in my decision. Do y'all, you, the last one's on the back. Is this, is this number six? Yes. This number six. This is number six. The next one is on the back. All right, the power to have it all is locked up in my decision to give God what he desires. That's so good right there. How many of you want to have it all? I want it all. I don't want just some of what God has for me. I want it all. I've stood long enough. I've been standing a long time. I've been believing for a long time. I have given. I have sacrificed. Come on, you feel me, Pastor Robert? I have given. I have sacrificed. I know that's where he's at right now. We, you know, we, we have given all. Given all. And the power of God to have it all. I want it all. I'm not going to let go of God. I've got a hold of him like Jacob. I will not let go till you bless me. I believe this word. You will not catch me giving up. I'm going to have it all. But it's locked up in my decision to give God what he desires. What he desires. Underline that word desires. What God desires. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. What does he desire? Let each one give as he's made up in his own mind and purpose in his heart. Not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves. He takes pleasure in and prizes above other things. And is unwilling to abandon or do without. A cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver. Whose heart is in his giving. And God is able to make all grace. Every favor and earthly blessing come to you. Come on. It all. All of it. Come on. Oh, and it's happened to it all. Every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always. And under all circumstances, come on, I want it all. And whatever the need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid, no support, and furnished in abundance for every good and charitable charitable donation. Come on, I want it all. But what does it start? It starts by giving God what he desires. He loves a prompt to do it, giver whose heart, a cheerful Prompt to do it, giver whose heart is in his giving. Yeah. Now this is a this is a this is powerful. Bishop Rosie preached on Friday night, and as she laid this truth out there, it was so powerful. I just want to end with this. Luke 17, 7 through 12. Then as he entered a certain village, Jesus, there met him ten men who were lepers. 
who stood afar off. Why? Why they stood afar off? Because they, they came and knew you. They had to stay unclean. Otherwise, you'd become unclean. Plus, plus, leprosy was very contagious. If you touched them, you'd get it. They stood afar off. And verse 13 says, And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Listen to what he said. He said, Go show yourselves to the priests. He gave them a directive, right? He gave them a mandate. What did he tell them to do? Go show themselves. So their act of faith was to go show themselves to the priest. Because if you thought you'd been healed of leprosy, which it was something you weren't supposed to be healed from, but if you were healed from leprosy, if you were one who, who got a miracle, he said, go show yourself to the priest. The priest would lift you over and say, yes, you're healed, and pronounce you clean. So then you could go back among people again. You wouldn't have to live as an outcast. So he said, go show yourselves to the priest. So they went. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. So as they went, their act of faith was to go show themselves to the priest. That was his mandate to them. So as they went, they were cleansed from the leprosy. And one of them, somebody say one. One. When they saw that he was, when he saw that he was healed, he returned. Just one of them returned. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. What we talked about Samaritans last week. Yeah, Jews couldn't stand Samaritans. Jesus always giving them examples about Samaritans. He said, fell down his feet and was giving him thanks. And Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where is the nine? Well, Jesus, you told them to go show themselves to the priest. They're doing what you told them to do. What you mean, where are the nine? They're doing what you said, right? Doing what it is directed, right? Then they was to go show, show yourself to the priest, right? So they're doing what he said, right? Fulfilling what he said to do, right? That's where they are, Jesus. We're tripping. Why are you tripping? See, this one came back. He said, Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Hmm. He said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well or has made you whole. See, leprosy attacks your body and steals things like fingers and nose and ears. Appendages fall off and it's no longer there. So the, he didn't just get healed. He said, Go your way. Your faith has made you Oh, so his wow. nose grew back. His yeah. ear grew back. Yeah. Know what grew back. But his stuff started growing back. But see what, here's the key here I want you to see. He came back and gave what was desired. Yes. Everything he desires, he does not demand. Come on. He demanded them to go. Go show yourself to the priest. That's what he told him to do. But one gave him something he didn't ask for. It was a little more. Came back and gave him what the Lord actually desires. He's looking for a worshiper. He's looking you enter his gates with thanksgiving and come to his courts with praise. They, they went, the others were happy and went to go show their families. You know, praise God. But one gave him more yeah. than he mandated. Turned around and said, I got I got a little bit more. More than he was asked. And he got the full miracle. Somebody better hear me today. Came back and gave him more than he asked for. So he got the full miracle. So number seven. When we meet the mandate of the master with the minimum. When we meet the mandate of the master with the minimum. We miss out on the miracle of the maximum. Mm, mm, mm. 
10% drop a month. That's so powerful. So when we give God the minimum, the 10%, we miss out on the miracle of the maximum. When we stretch and give a little bit more, when we stretch and give sacrificially, when God knows what's a sacrifice from you, He knows. He knows what's a sacrifice. See, everything He desires, He does not demand. It's the key to getting it all. What, what areas are you just giving the minimum and missing out on the maximum? What, is it in your marriage? Is it on your job? I'm, I'm giving them what they ask for. I'm doing just what they ask. It's right there in the guidelines. That's what I'm doing. But, but what are you doing that's more, that extra, that, that one that came back and said, thank you, Lord. That extra, that pushes you into the miracle of the supernatural. Wow. What area could I give more that would cause the, the miraculous, the supernatural to be engaged? Woo! Everything he desires, he does not demand. That's why he wants you to make it up in your own mind. Purpose in your own heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, but cheerfully. Because God what you've done in my life, I just got to say thank you. Thank you. What you've done in my life, couldn't nobody else do. My education couldn't do it. My good looks couldn't do it. God, you have done mighty things for me. Like that one leper. That one man who got the miracle of being made whole. How many of you want to have it all? I want to have it all. I want all God has for me. So I don't just give God the minimum. I give them the maximum. I give them all that I have. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, you know, I'm working on something. I'm, I'm working on, I'm using my faith. Yes. I'm giving, giving my salary so we can have a building. Amen. I'm giving it. I'm, I'm giving it all. Amen. Just one check a month do I take. Only one. But why? I'm so because I believe. I believe in this vision. I believe it's worth sowing into. I believe the kingdom of God, that it puts me in a place, amen, that, that, that the supernatural can come to pass for me. $1,000 a month. Amen. 20 cents a square foot in commercial real estate goes for $2 a square foot all day long. Yes. I'm sowing because I want to be able to, I'm sowing, I'm sowing my salary into the kingdom. Why? Because I believe in God for salaries for people. This place is going to be so happy. This place is people going to be being so changed. And, and we're going to have so many members that we're taking care of and raising up in God. That we'll have to have people on staff full time. Amen. So I'm sowing a salary because I believe in God for many salaries. To be able to employ people in this place. Amen. Employ, this is a place where we can employ people. So I'm sowing. I'm giving. I'm giving the maximum. Yes. When I tell you the maximum, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Given the maximum, because I believe. Yes. I believe God's yes. word. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, that it's gone into our hearts. It's been planted in the soil, the good ground of our hearts. And Lord, we declare a hundredfold return on it. Hallelujah in Jesus' name.
Thank you, Father. You're so good. You're so awesome. You're so wonderful. And we just glorify you and magnify you. And thank you, Lord, for always giving, for always having our back, for always slipping on that throne and shutting the enemy down on our behalf, Lord God, that our seed speaks for us. Our seed causes us to be in covenant with you concerning our finances. So, Lord, anywhere where we've gotten away from it, Lord, we get back to your statute so that you can bless us. So that you can, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that, that we are moved to action today. That we're moved in our spirits. That we are stirred up to move and to give and believe you, God, for that all in our life. That wholeness in our life, God. Anything that's missing or broken. Anything that's not abundant life, God. We call it into, into fruitfulness now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We receive it. We receive it by faith now in the name of Jesus. Now, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, maybe you hear you say, Pastor Sally, I know I'm not right with God. I know I'm not right with God, but I want to get right with God. Pastor Sally, would you pray for me? So I'm, I'm going to say a simple prayer with everyone here. If you're here and you say, I'm, I'm really ready to give my life and my heart to Jesus. I did it at the age of 31, 25 years ago. Knelt down in my closet, threw my hands in the air and said, God, I'm through running. I give you my life. And I allowed him to be the Lord of my life from that moment on. And so today, that's you. That's you. You want to receive Christ as your Savior. You want to become a child of God. You, you're through being on the outside. You're ready to come on into the kingdom of God and, and, and let your life have real purpose and meaning. I'm going to lead you in this very simple prayer. If you mean it in your heart, your life is about to change. Amen. So just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, I confess to you that I am a sinner. I have messed up. Sometimes on purpose. But sometimes, I'm sure I just didn't know. But I'm sorry for my sins. I believe you sent Jesus to die on the cross in my place for my sins. And I believe that you raised him from the dead on the third day. And he's alive right now. So Jesus, come into my heart and into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Teach me. Guide me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I'm trusting you alone to save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer, the good news is, is that you just became a child of God. And, and your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And your sins are forget, forgiven. And you're starting a brand new life with God. And so what you've got to do is you've got to let somebody know that you made that decision. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father. So you can't sneak into heaven. you got to let somebody know you've made a decision for Christ. So on the back of the card that you filled out, or if you, ha if you haven't filled it out yet, you want to fill that out on your connection card. If you would, on the back, there's a place to put a check mark that says, I choose Jesus. Amen? Put a check mark there. And uh, in just a moment, we're going to receive our offering, and you're going to turn it in there in the offering basket. Amen. And uh, I'll be able to see that and give you a call and let you know what your next steps are in Christ. All right. Praise God. It's been a strong day. Yes. Strong day. Yes. Glory to God. All right. Well, let's get uh, let's get ready to give. This is our, it's the offering time. Woo-hoo! All right. Can y'all help me welcome everybody who's watching on Facebook Live? And leave a comment so we know that you that you were visiting, that you were on, and you were watching us. You were stalking. Let's Amen. All right, so let's get ready to give. There's several ways you can give. You have your offering envelope that you can give that way if you'd like, or um, you can download the Acceleration Church app. 
Um, it's really easy. Just go to the, the App Store or Google Play, and you can download the Acceleration Church app, and you can give right from the app. Or you can give uh, by following the instructions on the screen. Just text Acceleration to 77977, and it'll send you information. You just fill it out, and you can give right there uh, from your cell phone. Uh, I'm sorry, from your seat right on your cell phone. Amen. All right, let's get ready to give. Our tithe, returning our tithe, and we give offerings over and above. <coughs> Hallelujah. Well, y'all, I'm so excited that Wednesday is my birthday. Yes. Got that picture? Yeah. But hold on. What's the matter? That's fine. Hmm? What's my birthday, Wednesday? Amen. Yes, uh, So this this pulpit I have had since 1999. It's actually a music stand. I've had it since 19. It's a good it's a good soldier. Good soldier. And a real good soldier. Amen. But it's time. But it's time. So I'm telling y'all what I want for my birthday. Is that the cutest little pulpit you've ever seen? Wouldn't it just be the cherry on top for all this work we've done in here? All the paint you passed to do until my fingernails were messed up. My shoulders hurt. I had to rub my shoulder again from all the painting and all the work. Praise God. This is this is this is what I want. Amen. We were going to do it after, but since she already did it. So last year, who remembers we went skating yes. for her birthday and stuff? We were going to do the pulpit, but we were mobile. So um, we didn't want to carry a heavy pulpit up and down the tavern and all that good stuff. So we will definitely make this happen. But we also have a cake. So we are going to celebrate with her today. And we're going to sing happy birthday. Make sure we hold out the Sally all that good stuff. So before we do um, tithing, and um, let's do, let's sing. That way when we're done, then um, they, we can make our way to the back. Hang out, love on her throughout the week, send her text messages, give her a car, give her some money, take her to lunch, buy her dinner. Well, here's the thing, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the thing is, is this pulpit, it, it's, I, I couldn't get the picture of the little table that goes with, you know how Joyce Meyer has that little, and then she got a little table next to her for water or whatever, you know, sometimes I have little props and stuff like that. I want the table too. <laughs> so I'm telling y'all what I want. Amen. That's what so I th- it's around $1,000 for both. The, that It comes from, from Australia, if you can believe that. So they have the shipping price that was shipping. The, the, uh, the pulpit plus the little water table. Um, it's about a thousand dollars. So, so well, they can just give through the app. They can, yeah, oh yeah, they can give through the app. But just on the, you can give through the app, or you can give, you can check cash, however you want to give. But um, just, just uh, be sure and put if you put on the app, be sure and put that that's what it's for, so we can designate those funds towards it. So. Be awesome to have a nice pulpit to preach from. I mean, I love this one, Old Faithful, a Superman. I think is what we used to call that pulpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is super light too. You can pick it up with one hand, but it's time to be a little more excellent, right? Okay. All right. All right. Y'all ready to give? I know we went long today, but I appreciate the fact that Kevin obeyed the Spirit of God and uh, decided and, and and prayed and prayed with you guys for healing. 
you know, and I was kind of mad at the devil with it because his wife was going to come to church with him today. And uh, she woke up sick at four in the morning. So I was kind of mad at the devil too. But praise God, we got all kinds of healings. Amen. And who was it that had the thing on her elbow? Check your elbow. It's what? It's still there? Okay, but it's going to be gone. We call it gone. We give it a give that bump a name. Gone. Oh. <laughs> All right, gone. Y'all ready? Come on, let's, let's do our giving. Lift up your phone or your, or your um, envelope, whatever. But here we go. Father, in Jesus' name, today is the dawning of a new day. My season of frustration and lack is over, and I'm walking in a season of love, joy, peace, success, overflow, and prosperity. My love for you, relationship with you, and sensitivity to you is growing closer every day. I declare that favor and wisdom for promotion is mine now. You are opening doors for me that no man can shut. Thank you, Father, for watching over your word to perform it in my life. It's causing my life to prosper. I'm in anticipation of the good things you have prepared for me. I'm blessed to be a blessing, so as I increase more and more, Father, open my eyes to see ways that I may bless others. I'll be quick to see the need and respond to your voice. Because you planted Acceleration Church here, come on, say it. Uncle Texas is experiencing revival. I decree that the Spirit of God is drawing multitudes here from the north, south, east, and west. People are responding to your presence, power, and purpose for their lives. We declare that people of all ages, backgrounds, and ethnicities are being impacted forever. In Jesus' name, come on, shout, Amen! Thank you.